Welcome to Self and Soul. This podcast is your safe space to seek clarity on all things self and soul growth, a place where you can lean into your soul whispers and essentially come home to you. I'm your host, Daniela Elias. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this very special episode of Self and Soul. This is officially our first book club episode, the very first. I'm like underlining that a million times. I'm so excited about this and I'm actually just seriously so grateful to be able to sit here and speak in front of the microphone. So for those that have been following along on my socials at the Self and Soul podcast or even on my personal socials at the Daniela Elias, you would know that last week I was a little bit under the weather and just had a really croaky voice. So I was trying my hardest to stick to my very strict timeline in regards to this podcast and make sure that I was there and ready with the book club episode for the end of the month as planned but it just didn't happen and even though my very Virgo sun sign was not happy with that at all I got over myself essentially and you know just really came to terms with the fact that things happen things pop up and we can't control everything just to let it go. And health has to come first. Health really does have to come first. And, you know, especially at the time that we're in right now, we really need to make sure that we're listening to the signs of our body and responding to them in whatever way we need to. So, yeah, that's why I'm so late. <laughs> and thank you so much to everyone as well who reached out and just sent so many messages of love. Um, I just love this community already where we're in this space where we feel comfortable with each other and I feel like I know a lot of you so well already so it's just so beautiful so thank you. So for those that are tuning in for the very first time and don't know what I'm talking about here at Self and Soul we have a book of the month that allows us to further expand our self-development or our learnings and our soul growth. And this month, we had our very first book, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabriel Bernstein. And at the end of each month, we come together right here to really dive deep into the learnings and the messages that we received from the book. So if you didn't get a chance to read this month's pick, honestly, don't stress because listening to this podcast alone will give you a pretty well-rounded understanding of the practical learnings and even the juicy content that came out of the universe has your back. So if you're listening to this, you're essentially just going to be able to walk away feeling like you've read the book anyway. So do not stress. Okay, so let's get straight into this. I want to start off with initial thoughts. And this read for me was extremely relatable. I'm talking the second that I began to read, you're hearing real and raw stories straight away from Gabby. You know, we hear about her struggles with real things like anxiety and depression, fear, sadness. We hear about addiction. We hear about all sorts of relationship struggles. Literally everything that we as human beings experience was put right there at the beginning. And I absolutely love that. And I love the transparency that Gabby shows in her writing as well. So I felt comfortable straight away because I knew from the beginning that I wasn't reading just some random spiritual teacher's lessons for us. It wasn't that vibe at all. It was honest and it was hard life experiences of just another human being and really 
showcasing insights into her personal growth points and the learnings that she experienced and was able to take away. So I really, really liked that. And I thought it was very clear from the beginning. So the way the book is laid out is basically there's a whole heap of Gabby's experiences it's, it's got a little bit of her students' experiences as well, but it's mainly her own personal experiences. There are universal lessons and takeaways for us throughout and they're, they're highlighted, you know, they're bold. So they're made very, very clear. Then at the end of each chapter, they have dot point summaries for us to really be able to take everything away, you know, to reflect on what we just learned and to really take in those key lessons and those key thoughts. But what I really, really enjoyed within this book was the fact that there were so many guided meditations, so many chants, there were mantras and beautiful prayers throughout. And if you do own a copy or if you had borrowed, I know a few of you borrowed a copy from the library as well. If you had a physical copy in front of you, you would have noticed that underneath all the meditations, she put a little Um, like a website link, a URL link. And if you typed that into your browser, it would have taken you directly to the audio downloads of her actually guiding us through the meditation. And I actually did this as a story um, earlier on in the month as well. I loved, and I've never actually seen someone do this. I loved that she included such a, such a, value-filled resource for us like for for her to actually have the audio of the guided meditation included that was so powerful because it actually allowed us to sink into our learnings so much deeper than what you what you could have done on your own with just reading a book you know to actually hear someone guide you and to talk you through something is so much more powerful than you just reading their thoughts on on a page in front of you. So I loved that. I thought it was such an amazing resource. And as I read through for the second time, I really felt like I needed to take it all in. You know, I pulled out my highlighters, I pulled out my sticky notes because I felt like everything was really noteworthy. And I want to take us on the journey that Gabby takes us on with writing this book. And I really hope that this particular episode allows us to, well, not only fangirl about how amazing the book is, but just to experience her flow and the energy that's put into this book because you you feel that energy when you read it. And it just, it ignites something inside of you. It is such an amazing read. So in the intro, Gabby mentions that there is this constant presence of fear that pops up into our life. So I'm literally jumping straight into this, guys. There is this constant presence of fear that pops into our life. And she says that there are times where we can be in just like a really, really good state or we can feel on top of things. We can feel like everything in our life is smooth and we're connected to our flow and everything's amazing and whatever, right? But more often than not, it's like when we're in that when we're in that space, out of nowhere we get these unwanted surprise feelings of fear creep in, 
right? And the fear starts to push itself up onto the surface of our good vibe. And suddenly from there, our thoughts start to switch. You know, we don't feel as confident about whatever is going on in our life at that stage, or we become resistant. We give into this fear story and then our whole energy changes. So when I read that, I was like, yes, you know, I have been there and We've all been there, right? So it goes on to explain that in order for us to actually push past this fear, we need to acknowledge it face on. And we need to do this because in acknowledging, we well, we then create the space for growth to happen. And further from that, then we start to actually remove the barriers that we are constantly placing around us. And from there, we can lead with love. So Gabby makes it clear that the goal of the book is to surrender to love and to get people to reflect and surrender to love. You know, she repeats it so many times. It's surrender to love, surrender to love. She says it so often and she wants us to do this as often as we can. So it's filled with so many tools and practices and it really, it stands as a reminder that if we utilize these tools, if we do at least one thing, one lesson, one prayer or one meditation each day, we can shift the relationship that we have with the universe and the relationship that we have with ourselves. So universal lesson one that I highlighted, the one that I was like, yes, yes, yes. I wrote it down here because I actually want to read it for you. So the universal lesson is, The reason so many people feel unhappy, unsuccessful and unsafe is they forget where their true happiness, success and safety lie. Now, this is so thought worthy because we all do this. We all get caught up in this routine in life. We work jobs that we don't like. We surround ourselves with people that we know we don't mesh well with. Or we just do things that suck all the good energy out of us. And why? You know, we all get disconnected from our joy in these places or in these particular points. And we've all done it. But Gabby explains that this is essentially us denying the love of the universe and choosing to fall into the fear of the world. And this can be seen right now in our current world with COVID-19 as well. Yes, we are experiencing something that is so shocking to watch so many people are suffering and will be impacted in a serious way but as empathetic creatures we need to look out for our own energy during these times as well you know we are choosing to hook into the fears and the overwhelming grief on the news right now we allow that fear to fill us completely and to take over any other energy in us And when things don't go to plan, suddenly our thoughts are moving into this space of just negativity or lack or panic or sadness. We disconnect with the fact that at the end of the day, we can't control this. We can't control this at all, but we can lean into love. We can control the information we choose to allow in. We can show compassion We can help spread love. We can get creative in the way we feel our time. We can get creative in the way we choose to pivot our life when something challenging or unexpected happens. And in a weird way, I believe anyway, that this disconnection that we're all experiencing, it's giving us the giant opportunity to reconnect within. And this is exactly what Gabby talks about when she says that we all have this hidden power, this 
hidden power which essentially is allowing us to trust in the universe, to trust in its plan and to surrender into the knowing that everything will be okay. And we don't know how everything will be okay. We don't know how we're going to be supported, but we know that the creative solutions will appear. And ultimately, we know that we'll be supported in one way or another. So think of any situation, any challenging situation that you have experienced in your life. During those moments, when you were experiencing that challenge or when that challenge first appeared, think of how you felt. Really tune into how you felt. Now, fast forward to when it was all sorted, to when it was done, to when you had moved on and think of your feelings then. So if you had known, if you had known the outcome, if you had known that it would all have been okay, that it would have sorted itself out, how would you have acted differently in the beginning or in that moment or in that situation? How would you have acted differently? This is Honestly, it's a prime lesson for life, right? So if we trust that we will be supported, that there's a plan that's greater than the one that we have for ourselves, and if we surrender into that as much as we can, then we allow ourselves to lead with love more often than we do with fear, right? So Gabby suggests that the synchronicities and the signs that are constantly around us are the universe's way of keeping our eyes open. It's their way of reminding us that we're supported and that there's shit going on behind the scenes to sort all of the things out that we need to sort out, you know, to get us to a space that we ultimately need to be in. And so that made me think of lately, I have been seeing butterflies everywhere and I mean everywhere, like surrounding me at all times. And For me, butterflies have always been a very big sign and signal that my angels are close by and that I'm on the right track. And I think that we all as human beings have those things that pop up around us. And, you know, mine is butterflies, but it's different for everyone. For some people, it's the repetition of angel numbers or synchronicities that sometimes we mistake to be just coincidences. But there are always signs that have significant meanings for us. There are always signs that are there that are around us. And we need to keep our eyes peeled. We need to notice the signs. We need to acknowledge the signs. And, you know, when they pop up, let's thank them. Let's thank those signs and show that gratitude. Because when we do this, we create space for all of the other miracles, really, that the universe is waiting to birth for us. So... Another thing that was totally brought up was this explanation of fear movies. And so fear movies are those situations that we make up in our mind, the ones that we play over and over again. Normally we experience fear movies when we're trying to go to sleep at night and, you know, when our mind is starting to quieten down, not entirely, but quiet down in a way which allows all of these situations to replay in our mind and for us to extend upon those replays and add in our own flair and drama to the top of it, right? So we play these situations that we've made up in our mind over and over again. We create the conversations, we create the reactions, we actually feel 
real emotions to our to the pretend situations like we feel the emotions right and these fear movies tend to take over to a point where they begin to guide our choices they change our feelings and the energy that we put out and the thing is within these moments our dialogue can be completely off and when we take a step back to look at it we notice the drama and the flair that we've added to the situation but sometimes it's really hard to recognize that there's no need to add that extra energy to something which isn't real and so this point in the book in particular I found really relatable because I've caught myself doing this so many times times where I've had like a disagreement with a friend or where I've received an email with a really negative tone you know Gabby repeats in the book that we really need to try our best to recognize these fear movies to recognize these fear movies for what they are and she calls them blockers of joy and I love this you know they are blockers of our joy they keep us stuck and they don't allow for growth in any way so when we have these thoughts we need to try our best to learn to identify them to be like to begin with really we need to be able to see them and then once we've identified them it's time for us to switch into and choose to switch into a more positive movie. We're essentially the image makers in our lives. You know, we see the world that we have made. So there's power in that. And we have that power. We have the power to be the image maker and to start to create what we want to see. So Gabby makes it very, very clear that the universe is listening. The universe is mirroring our vibration. So if it is mirroring our vibration, let's choose to make it a love-filled vibration. Let's choose to make it a joy-filled vibration, a hopeful vibration. These positive stories will empower us. They will empower our life. They will elevate our presence and they will make us feel more connected to ourselves. So this was a really great takeaway for me. It was a reminder. It was a reminder to constantly tune in and to recognize where I am, where we are, you know, to notice our thoughts or our emotions and to do the things that will allow us to reconnect again to our power. Like I mentioned earlier, there are these great little mantras and prayers throughout and after this section on feeling a disconnect to your presence there's a very specific prayer that Gabby suggests we use and it's something which I instantly thought wow you know this is I need to write this down word for word and I need to share this because this is something that we need to be using and we can use it every single day and so I'm going to read out the prayer for you now it's very very simple it's two sentences I witness that I'm out of alignment with my power. I choose to see peace instead of this. I'm going to read it again. I witness that I'm out of alignment with my power. I choose to see peace instead of this. I wrote this down on a post-it note and I put it on my mirror. I just think that this is powerful. You know, this is really powerful. And when we get into the habit and we do something like say this prayer to tune back into our presence, it gives the universe a little nod to say, you know what? Yes, like I surrender to you. I know I am supported. I got a little bit off track. I admit that, but I'm back. I trust in you. 
we all have this ability to connect back to this loving force energy that goes, it goes beyond our logical mind. It really does. And meditation and prayer can connect us back to that presence. You know what, actually, where's my post-it note? I just had a random thought. I actually think I'm going to make this into a cool phone wallpaper so that we can see in front of us whenever we need it. Let me just scribble. And I will post it on my stories within the week. So actually, I'll make it a highlight so that we can access it. This is a really good idea, Daniela. Good work. Okay, so this is something that I had a few of you reach out to me about over at the Self and Soul podcast Instagram, and it makes up a large chunk of the book. So let's talk about opening up our dialogue with the universe. It is spoken about in a few contexts, like asking the universe or talking to the universe or expressing gratitude to the universe, etc. Basically, it all comes under the banner of having some sort of dialogue and some sort of relationship with the universe. And to clarify, because I forgot to say this at the start, the universe is also referred to as source or higher being, God. It really is referred to so many different things within the book. And so that's there for a reason. That's there so you can take it as you wish, so that you can use it how you wish and respond to things in a way that makes you feel comfortable. So I say the universe, you can call it whatever you want. And Gabby gives like a whole list of options of other other ways to refer to, you know, this this higher um, energy, right? So anyway, Gabby outlines the simple steps for us to open up dialogue and create a relationship with the universe. The first step is to ask for guidance. When we pray for guidance or we ask for help, we release the teacher of fear and we choose the teacher of love, as Gabby says. I love that. The teacher of fear verse teacher of love, right? So when we ask for help, we begin this dialogue. And it's really as simple as that. Like there's no need for us to even overcomplicate or overthink it. Step one is to ask, ask for help, ask for guidance. Step two is to surrender. So once we've asked for help, we need to trust that the universe will look after it. We are instructed to let go of that lingering fear and to accept this love-led choice, right? So that moment of surrendering and that moment of accepting the loving spiritual presence is explained in the book as the holy instant and it's referred to throughout so surrendering 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 leading in to that emotion and that love-led choice the third step is the fast comeback Gabby states that as humans, we will have this fear-based thought creep into our mind and this is totally normal and we know this, but we have the power to switch our thoughts. We have the power to choose to lead with love rather than fear and we have the power to choose again. And when she says choose again, because she mentions it so many times, when she says to choose again, she's talking about us acknowledging our thoughts and then choosing to reframe them or to look at something from a different perspective. So to choose again. Step four is to put out the energy that you want to receive back. If you want to receive a particular vibration, then put it out there. Lean into your joy. Do things that are going to light you up more. Feel that, that goodness within you 
and know that it's coming back. If you're feeling abundant, you will be abundant. If you're feeling fearful, you will be fearful. You know, it's choose the vibration you want, choose that energy and put it out there. The more we get comfortable when we engage in this dialogue with the universe, the easier it will become for us to see and hear the responses as well, right? So later on in the book, Gabby goes into how to ask the universe for a specific sign. And I loved this. Like I loved this. This is one of my favorite things about the book because for so long, I was too scared to actually do this. And this this particular chapter gave me the confidence to just be like, oh God, I need to just get into the habit of this. So Gabby says that we have this ability to just say something and ask for something super, super specific in regards to a sign. So say I want to sign on something particular. I'll say, um, you know, universe, if I am supposed to, well, now I've got to think of something on the spot. If I am supposed to go to Mexico for Christmas, if I'm supposed to cancel my plans and go to Mexico for Christmas, show me a brown butterfly or show me a white lily, you know, choose something specific, right? Once you choose something that's super specific, you let it go. You turn it over to the universe and you try your hardest not to look at it. You try your hardest not to look for it. (laughs) And when and if it shows up, take it for what it is, a sign. You know, don't overthink it. Be grateful for the clear response. And if it doesn't show up, that is your sign. And I actually practiced this this sign task, you know. Once I read it, I was just like, yes, I'm going to make this a habit. So I was out with my husband and we're having brunch in our dream area and we asked a very specific question and I said I wanted to see a dragonfly. All I wanted to see was a dragonfly. And so as the day went on, I'm looking for this dragonfly. You know, I said to myself, release, forget, don't worry about it. If it shows up, it shows up. But as a human, you know, you you go searching for it. So I'm looking around everywhere for this freaking dragonfly. It didn't come. It wasn't popping up. We literally walked through. It was um, a nursery. It had all beautiful little plants. But along the wall, they had all of these different statues and plaques of animals, right? And there was every animal you could think of, every insect you could think of. There were so many bees. There were so many butterflies. And I'm like, come on, surely there's a dragonfly. Surely there's a dragonfly. Nothing. And so... That day went past and then the day after that, I had forgotten about it in the morning and I was rushing for a meeting with someone and I'm sitting down at the meeting having conversation and then as I left, it popped into my mind again and I thought, oh, you know what, I didn't see that dragonfly, oh God, well that's pretty shitty, you know, I didn't see my sign and just as I'm thinking that to myself, no freaking joke, a giant ass dragonfly, like a real dragonfly, flies in front of my face, so close to my face. And I just cracked up laughing. I just thought, okay, cool. I hear you, you know, loud and clear. Thank you for making that really obvious. Thank you. Anyway, there's honestly so much in this book. And it's so hard to choose only a few key takeaways. But If you're going to take anything away, know that you can ask, you can ask to receive a sign or receive some sort of guidance from the universe. It's not hard to do. It's just you asking. It's as simple as that. 
this is one of those reads that you know you'll have to go back and forth because there's just so much in it. There's so much goodness. There was one point where I felt this desire to whip out the journal and do some deep reflective work. And it was in the chapter called You Are Being Guided Even When It Doesn't Feel Like It. And I wanted to share the part that really got me feeling all sorts of emotions. So I've got it written down here. The part that just made me really stop to reflect and to think was this. The universal lesson that is in bold and highlight says, the pathway to healing occurs when you love yourself so much that the darkness from the past can no longer exist within your faith in the light of the present moment. That is beautiful. You know, that message literally made me stop reading and go into reflection. It's so incredibly true. It reminded me of my my little open letter to myself in the intro episode. I don't know what to call it, but I think an open letter sort of makes sense. You know, when we show ourselves compassion, when we show ourselves love or acceptance or forgiveness, and we allow ourselves to self-soothe, we're able to softly enter a space of healing, right? And all of this was extracted from a really powerful part of the book, a part which explains that the challenges we face in our life are not road bumps. You know, they're not road bumps, but they're universal assignments. These universal assignments can pop up in the form of people or situations, but they are divinely guided and they're placed into our life at that particular time for a reason. And it's either there to teach us something or to allow us to heal in some sort of way. But we need to show up for these assignments when they come up. We need to show up rather than avoid them or deflect. When our assignments pop up, they will feel challenging for us. They will feel intense at times, but we're guided to just breathe into them, to call upon compassion, to call upon our self-love and to really honor our feelings during that challenging time as well. When we surrender into these challenges, we create space to learn and to grow and to heal. And I really liked the concept of a universal assignment. So I had a look back at the friendships, at the jobs and at a few of the really big situations that have occurred in my life. And I wanted to pick out whether I thought they were a universal assignment or what. And I thought it was just easy to do, right? So this is how I grew. This is how I learned what I learned. This is what led me to where I am now. When I thought back, I was like, yes, all of those things were my universal assignments, right? And so I challenge you to do the same. I challenge you to recognize the past universal assignments that you've had and then to actually keep your eyes peeled for the ones that will be popping up for you. So side note story. Now let's just pause for a sec. So side note story. As a kid, I always had this feeling that people were in my life for a particular reason, right? Like I was leading them on a particular path or I had to help them in a particular way. And I always thought that I was essentially, I thought I was the universal assignment for them. But looking back now as an adult, it really went both ways. You know, we were both universal assignments for each other. And of course, I didn't call them universal assignments back then. I just honestly thought I was there to help people in a certain way, get them on track and then be out of their lives. And I expected to not be in their lives forever or they not be in my lives forever. That's actually pretty weird now that I'm saying it out loud. I was definitely an odd kid, but whatever. So I now know that looking back, it went both ways. 
We were both universal assignments for each other. We were both universal assignments for each other. We both were in each other's lives to grow in some sort of way, to build some sort of character, whatever it is. Okay, so let's talk joy. In the chapter that's labeled, Your Vibes Speak Louder Than Your Words, P.S. by the way, now I'm going off track, but P.S. I have been mentioning the chapter names rather than the numbers because let's be freaking real, the chapter names are pretty cool and powerful in themselves. So anyway, the bolded universal lesson here is, When you're in a state of joy, you leave a positive imprint on every being in the world. Yes, 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 yes. This, this gives me all the feels. Seriously, the more you lean into your joy, the more you allow it to fuel you and fill you with good energy, you'll notice that this shift starts to occur within you, right? You feel this shift within you, feel this change within you. And the thing is, others start to notice it as well. You know, people become really drawn to you. You start to make an impact on them. And then it's like this huge domino effects begin. You you start to spread your light. And then when you spread your light, they begin to spread theirs and so on. You know, it's really beautiful. So now not not everyone in your life, I guess, will be, will get you. Like, that's that's the honest truth not everyone in your life will get you they won't get what you're doing but who cares you know that's their shit it's not yours you are living in joy and you are living in love and that is allowing you to be your best self it's allowing you to have a love-led life or a love-led impact on those around you that's what matters So your vibes do speak louder than your words. It's so true. And your projected thoughts and your words, all of that affect your energy field and your energy field affects your life. So what I learned from that little chapter is let us tune in and let us notice what our thoughts and words are and how they're actually affecting our energy. Because when we lean toward joy, we begin to lead. You know, when we lean toward joy, we begin to lead. And there are some great journal prompts at this point as well. So I'll share some with you here because you might like to give this a go after the podcast. So the first journal prompt that I really liked was what brings you joy? And then the second one was how can you proactively create more joy in your life? And I think reflecting on those will really allow you some insight into where you currently are sitting within your life and how much joy you're allowing in because there's always space for more joy. There really is. So sometimes it's about us actually seeing how much we're allowing in and where the space is for more. So maybe spend some time in reflection on these because if you're here listening to this, if you're here listening to this podcast, you're you're most likely the sort of soul that knows that you're here for a greater purpose, whether it be, you know, to help spread light or to awaken consciousness or to heal, whatever it is, you'll be able to do your best work when you're leaning into joy and when you're leading with love. And another thing that Gabby explains really well is along the way, obstacles will pop up, right? Or, you know, it's not going to be this total clear run, but we need to change our thoughts around this idea of obstacles and not see them as challenges, but see them as detours towards the right direction, you know, detours towards the right direction to know that the universe 
has our back and is constantly guiding us closer towards where we need to be, right? So we need to feel this sense of safety in these detours that pop up. So instead of jumping into this space of fear or lack, to really tune into thoughts of recognition towards universal assignment and to feel confident by the thought that we will be okay. So there is this little gratitude prayer for obstacles that's in the book and it goes like this. It's really, really lovely and it's so simple as well. Thank you universe for letting me see this obstacle as an opportunity. I will step back and I will let you lead the way. And I really love that. You know, it's so nice and it's such a great way of even switching our energy in a particular moment when something pops up and we think, oh, what the hell? Like, what is this? When we stop and we recognize it as a universal assignment or as a detour towards the right direction, it does make it easier for us to say, well, thank you, universe, for letting me see this as an opportunity. It does make it easier for us to say that. And I think it does give us the ability to change our energy and our vibration in that moment. Okay, so two more points on my must talk about list. Let's quickly go into Gabby's take on judgment. She mentions the importance of letting go of judgment and to tune into our oneness. And the way she recommends we do this is essentially through a three-step process. So number one, recognizing our judgment without judgment. And that means noticing our judgment without automatically getting frustrated or angry with ourselves for thinking whatever it is we were thinking, right? So we're human. It happens. We think things that might not always go along with how we want to think or how we want to react to a situation. But like I said, we're human, right? So recognizing our judgment without judgment is key. The second thing is forgiving that thought. Forgiving that thought. If we can, we forgive ourselves. But if we can't, then at the very least, we forgive that thought. And the third thing is the choose again method, which I mentioned earlier. So this is where you choose to see the situation again with fresh eyes and with a fresh perspective, right? So this three-step process is super, super handy. And I found that so many of Gabby's methods are incredibly practical and for everyone, like they're so easy and you don't even need to be someone who identifies as spiritual, but just as someone who knows that there is soul here on earth, having this human experience, you know, these tips, these methods, these mantras and meditations, they all ease and guide us into dealing with our day to day. So I want to end on something that I thought sums up something that we all need to be reminded of constantly. And that is when we think we have finally surrendered, we need to surrender into the flow and into the love of the universe even more. So when we think we surrendered, we need to surrender more. And so this is the very special surrender prayer that Gabby uses in her morning intention to set the tone for her day and I wanted to read it to you because it really is so beautiful. So her morning intention prayer is, today I surrender my goals, my plans to the care of the universe. I offer up my agenda and I accept spiritual guidance 
and trust that there is a plan far greater than mine. I know where there was once lack and limitation, there are spiritual solutions and creative ideas and I step back and let love lead the way. And with that, we know that and trust that everything is happening for us, not to us. That things are happening in the right time, that the journey is what matters the most, that the journey is what matters the most. And that, my beautiful souls, was our first book club episode. If you didn't get a chance to read and you were able to relate to what was said in today's episode, I encourage you to get a copy. There is so, so much in the book, so much that you'll be able to take away, especially reading it in your own terms and um, diving deep into that space. You'll be able to take meaning from the book that I wasn't able to see. So I definitely encourage you to check it out. So next month's book is Simple, Soulful, Sacred by Megan Della Camina. She is a woman's mentor and best-selling author who creates space for women to rise. So Megan's book is exactly as the title explains it to be. It is simple, it is soulful, and it is sacred. And it's just really meaningful. It's a purposeful guidebook. So it really does allow us to step out of the chaos that we live in and that we create for ourselves and move into a more intentional space. And I would go as far as describing it as being nourishing. So this is one book which I think will bring great comfort in a time such as this and allow us to be guided back to ourselves. So it's, it's really perfect timing. I've put the book the Booktopia link in the show notes. So just click down to get a direct link. Booktopia at the moment is still packing, is still posting and their Aussie based warehouse is quite fast with shipping. So I highly recommend that you use Booktopia and also their books are almost always on sale. So that's a huge, huge plus. Using the affiliate link in the show notes will also directly help support the Self and Soul podcast. So I really thank you with all my heart for all of that love and that support. So Until the next time, remember that you are an instrument of love. Let the ripple effect begin. Let it spread. Let your light spread and light up the path for so many others that are waiting for it. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you.